So a few weeks ago, Tracy showed me this uh, funny video um, from the Royal Shakespeare Society. And it starts off with an actor and he comes on stage and he says... To be or not to be. That is sorry, the question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, y yes. And then this yes, other actor interrupts him to say... Or, or, to be or... Not to be, because it's the choice. It's the yeah, choice. Hi, uh, to be or, yeah, not to be. Yeah, that's right. To be or, it's not the skull. <laughs> what? It's not the skull. That's the wrong, it's the wrong speech, the wrong soliloquy. It's Hammer, Hammer always has his oh, no, skull. So anyway, this goes on for a little while between these two actors, and then way, what's his name? Benedict. How do you say his name? Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> anyway, the Doctor Who guy comes on. Sorry, 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 I just, um... I'm, I'm sorry, Papa, Papa, hi. Um, I, I couldn't help but I was just overhearing. I, it's it, uh, really not that. I, it's, try this. To be or not to be, that is the question. No, no, no. To be or not, not to be. No, to be, be, be or... No, it's, it's, it's a choice. Or not to be, that is the question. And then a succession of different actors come on the stage and they say things like... To be or not to be, that is the question. Right? It's simple. Or... Don't lose focus. To be or not to be, that is the question. And then, finally, Prince Charles comes on and he says... Leave him alone. Might I have a word? Might I... Just a minute. Just a minute. To be or not to be, that is the question. So we thought it was interesting how this, these are all great examples of how changing the word that's stressed in the sentence can completely change the meaning of the utterance. So today we're going to answer, try and answer three questions. What is sentence stress and why it is important and how do we teach sentence stress? Okay, when we're talking about sentence stress, and of course, we have word stress, um, phrase stress, and sentence stress. And so, Ross, can you just so quickly give us, like, the definition of what stress is? So, it's, it's basically the, the relative emphasis that you put on a phoneme or, or a syllable. So, and it's usually characterized by that syllable being louder and the length of the vowel being longer. Okay, like for I example, just said with longer. Longer, okay. <laughs> like the example you just sh uh, played at the very beginning, or to be, to be, or not to be. Yeah, so you can hear the or, the or, and or mm. is uh, longer and louder. Mm. So most of the languages in the world can be stress timed and syllable timed. So can you give us an example of each of them? Uh, English is stress timed, and Chinese is syllable timed. So basically, um, when we're speaking Chinese, we give each word, each weight, and each time. For example, uh, I go home and have dinner. But English is stress-timed, so we give certain words 
like you said, maybe we stress on certain words and it sounds louder and longer. So Tracy, why might you stress a particular word? Um, I think it depends on if you are going to give new information. Um, for example, um, I'm going to Paris for a conference with Ross. So maybe I was having a conversation with somebody and mm. they assume I'm going to the conference with someone else. But actually, when I said a sentence, I stress Ross. So that's information for that person I was talking to. So that's a new, the new part. Yeah. A- any other examples? Yeah, if you like to um, change the meaning. Um, for example, you say, oh, I'm terribly sorry. But maybe you just piss off somebody and that person <laughs> you know, cannot forgive you straight away and still pissed off and you'd like to address, oh, I'm terribly sorry. So you are a little bit sarcastic and why are you still pissed off? Mm. So you change the meaning by shifting the stress in the sentence. Um, Ross, do you have any other examples? I guess one is like contrast. So for example, if I said I have two master's degrees, right? I stress the master's. But if you said, well, I have three master's degrees, mm. right? The, sh- the stress shifts to the number because that's the bit that's different. And that even happens with word stress, right? Like if you think of what country are you from? China. So you are? Chinese. So normally it's knees is the stress bit, right? But if you're talking about those people we saw on the subway the other day who like try to rush and steal that foreigner's seat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are they Chinese or Japanese? You put the stress forward on the bit that's that's different, right? So you mm. wouldn't say only Chinese or Japanese. Mm. You'd say only Chinese or Japanese. Mm, okay. A typical example of something I might say to you is, uh, Tracy, when are we going to finish that podcast on sentence stress? Right? So that's like I'm emphasizing the topic. But if I say, when are we going to finish that podcast on sentence stress? It's like I'm emphasizing that we're looking at the podcast, podcast. not about the training. Yeah. And if I say... Um, Tracy, when are we going to finish that podcast about sentence stress? I'm emphasizing that it's stress and it's not about sentence syntax. Yeah. So mm-hmm. really subtly that where you put the stress mm-hmm. in the sentence mm-hmm. can really alter the meaning of what you're saying. Why is it important for teachers to spend time talking about stress and i think the first thing is really important for listening skills because normally students cannot hear every single word um yeah and of course nothing if they focus on sentence stress and they can listen um for the content word which carrying the meaning um you know the functional words uh, or the grammar words so usually are not that important so i think if students realize or they have the knowledge where they are able to be aware of the sentence stretch, I think they can focus on more the content words instead of the functional words. Which I, is probably a really less useful mm-hmm. listening strategy mm-hmm. as well, right? Because I think for a lot of students, I see them like trying to understand every single word, and especially here in China, students, I think, are used to seeing the words written down first before they hear them. So students are maybe really surprised when a word changes, you know, like... Uh, the king of Denmark. If you were saying that quickly, you'd say the king of Denmark. So of mm-hmm. changes to uh. Yes, and also I think another thing is, and they spend a lot of time to 
listen for all the grammar words, you know, which are not that important. So they try to concentrate on that and then miss the content words. So that was listening. Why is that important for speaking? Generally speaking, there were two things. Number one, you don't want to sound like a robot, right? Just like you stress on every single word. I am going home for dinner. So it sounds really unnatural. And another thing. And just annoying to listen to yeah. as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, and again, just go back to the different type of language and English stress timed. Um, you can see it sounds like rhythm. But of course, especially for Chinese learners, it's a bit challenging because it's another type of language. So we've covered uh, what sense stress is, why it's important. Let's talk about how we can teach it. Yeah, Ross, <laughs> have you ever done anything uh, in your class before to either draw the student's attention of sentence stress or teach them how to? So I guess like earlier, there's two parts, right? You can maybe teach it as a listening subskill. Mm -hmm. So focus on it for pronunciation, for listening, or you can do something more productive for speaking. Mm -hmm. The most simple one for speaking is just whenever you drill something, you get students to clap along with it. Mm, uh, I will be your student. Okay. And just to be or not to be, that is the question. To be or not to be, that is the question. Okay. I remember I tried that in my class before. It just ended up students doing like, to be or not yeah. to be, that's the question. So I think with that, you could just start off with the stress ones. Be not that question. To be or not to be, that is the question. Hmm. Okay. So just start off with the stress ones and then add in the unstressed ones later. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, that students often don't have problems with, at least speaking-wise, they don't have problems with stress. They have problems with unstress. Mm, so that's true. Sometimes it's most important for me, at least, that we teach students how to mm -hmm. pronounce the unstressed mm -hmm. words and focus on uh, that. Do you mean, for example, like the schwa sound? I'm, I'm really good at cooking, or I'm really good at cooking. Mm. Uh, or So, we were talking about bat chaining earlier, right? Mm. So... For that, you could say, cooking, a cooking, good at cooking. I'm really good at cooking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So starting okay. off with the, the word at the end and then going forward rather than the opposite way around. Okay, so the back chaining is always works better than the front chaining. So, yeah, just curious, why is better? I think it's because it's if you go from the front back, the, you always add the, you're repeating the bit at the front the most times. And it's easy to forget the stuff at the back. But the other way, you put the stuff at the back, you say that the most often, so it's easiest to remember. Oh. Right? So if we have an example question like, uh, I don't know, stress. Stress. Sentence stress. Sentence stress. Talk about strength and stress. Talk, talk about, about sentence, sentence stress. stress. We're going to talk about sentence stress. We're going to talk about sentence stress. Today we're going to talk about sentence stress. Today we're going to talk about sentence stress. I understand. So you repeat it like um, the information a few times. So you add a new information. It's likely, unlikely for people to forget about the information. The yeah. At the end. Repeat it. Mm, okay. So that was speaking. Do you have a couple of examples for what we can do to get students to practice listening? I think listening, yeah, the easiest one is just either give them the uh, audio scripts or not. So let them listen to the words the stressed words, and they can highlight it 
and then they can notice all oh, what kind of words were stressed. Um, they can notice like the uh, and this kind of functional words, um, unstressed. Do you have any other? Yeah, also I guess tips? doing the doing the opposite of that right of showing them maybe like sentences said two different ways, one with more stress and one with less stress on certain words, and then getting them to notice the difference, for example, in meaning. So you can also let them hear the same sentence stressed different ways and ask them to pick out which word is stressed and then how it changes the meaning. Like, what are we going to learn in class today? As opposed to, what are we going to learn in class today? And what are we learn going to learn in class today? And ask them to pick out what's the difference between these and how does it change the meaning? Mm -hmm. Oh, when you mention this, I think sometimes the teacher probably can um, mislead the students a little bit. Like, they're trying to and maybe correct the student's grammar mistakes. Maybe students say, it's blue car, and the teacher try to correct the mistake. It's a blue car. And maybe some students in the future just stress the uh instead of the counted words. So you have to be really careful, I guess, mm -hmm. when you're model. correcting students to model something that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then I guess one, one final thing for speaking that you could do would be, instead of actually getting students to say the words, just get them to go, mm. so for example, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. that was me saying, thank you, see you next time. Oh, really? Yeah, or uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. good podcast today. <laughs> Do you want to say something to, to all the listeners before you go saying, using mm? Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> What was that? Sentence dress difficult. <laughs> <laughs>